Assalamualaikum everyone. Welcome to another episode of our Quran journey where we explore and reflect on the secret verses of the Holy Quran through Quran tagging, Quran journaling and tadabur. As we are not trained and qualified asatizas, we do not do our own tafsir of the verses that we have selected. Our discussions are aided by tafsir resources such as books and videos. Today, Farah will lead us on the topic of barakah. Take it away, Farah. Okay, thanks, Raf. Okay, so today we are focusing on on um Surah Al Mulk first verse. So just a little intro on on uh, Surah Al Mulk. Uh, I think it's one of the popular uh, verses for reasons that I will um mention later. So Surah Al Mulk is the seventh surah in the Quran and is revealed in Makkah. This surah was revealed in response to the to the disbelievers. Um, it declares Allah's total power over everything in this world and the next. Uh, there are great benefits to reading this surah. Our Prophet wasallam recites this surah after Salah Isha and he has instructed us to do the same. So some hadith state that this surah is um, called Surah Al-Mania, Mania, the Defender, Surah Al-Munjiyah, the Deliverer and Surah Al-Waqiyah, the Protector because it protects the reciter. From the punishment of the grave. So one of the um, hadith from Timidi, um, it says here is it is the defender, it is the deliverer which delivers one from the punishment in the grave. So that's one of the benefits of of um, this surah. Okay, uh, it's recommended to be read uh, before you sleep each night um, to protect you from punishments of the grave. So um, the reason for revelation, as I mentioned just now, was, was, was in response to the disbelievers. So according to Tafsir al-Khazim, um, the verse was revealed about idolaters who were secret against uh, the messenger of Allah, but Archangel Jibril would inform prophets about their plotting. One of them said to the other, we spoke quietly so the God of Muhammad doesn't hear you. So Allah informed the noble prophet وسلم, that whispers and secrets are not hidden from him whatsoever. Whether you speak secretly or openly, he is fully aware of what is in the heart. But today we are focusing on the first verse. So the first verse states that Allah's authority and dominion over everything. It's like a declaration. And as Ustaz Numan says, this is the starting point. And our belief in divinity begins with Allah has control over all things. So Allah being in total control means that it is full of barakah. Or blessings. Barakah is an increase in good. So when Allah controls all things, He has the power to bring out the good from it. So um, if you notice, we think of this world in cause and effect. Uh, we do something and then the result is that. So like for the longest time, I've always thought of um, how things work um, this way. Like I think before I um, really got seriously into the deen and, and started to um, learn everything from scratch again. It, it was me just sadly taking a lot of the equation and then now it's just um, realising and learning that Allah has control over things and realising that um, nothing happens without Allah's permission and that uh, berkat or barakah comes um, solely from Allah. So yeah, just, it just um, also I was reading Chalit Tafti and then they Things like ambil berkat, you know, like when when elderly tell you to, um, when you're single, they tell you to attend a wedding to ambil berkat. 
uh, or like um, take care of babies to to get the birth and hopefully get pregnant. But I think through this advice, we fail to if we really believe in it, we fail to realize that um, um, Allah is in control of all things, lah. Like kadar and kadar. So yeah, I think we need to relook at um, taking blessings from something in a new light and I think it's something like we shouldn't continue practicing. Ah. So yeah, that's it. Thank you, Farah. Uh, okay. So, uh, um, I have experienced what you mentioned earlier about how um, elders um, ask um, or rather advise um, one to, to, to get berkat or barakah from, from doing certain things. Like for example, uh, on, um, for, for me, um, I've had people telling me to carry babies, uh, to touch a pregnant, expectant mother's tummy and all that, you know, to get the baraka to be pregnant. But lo and behold, Allah has not decided for me to be pregnant yet. Uh, uh, I mean, I believe Allah has um, has his reasons. Uh, there's wisdom behind this. Now. Uh, but ultimately, um, I think, I mean, we, we, we must put our trust in Allah that um, whatever that we want to do or whatever we, we, want, we want to ask for in life, uh, we have to trust uh, Allah and that Allah is the one who will provide us um, with uh, whatever we want or rather whatever we need. Uh, so um, how about for, for the rest, like, do you have any thoughts uh, on this topic? Okay, so like on the topic of, of like Baraka also, right? So like um there was once I heard this story about this old um Pachi who had to bring out I think eight eight kids on like one um salary of a security guard. So what he does was he managed to bring all of them up like perfectly well, like through university and everything. But he his work ethics I think um, is what increased the baraka eventually because he he made sure that if let's say he fell asleep during work or he um had to do something else during work he made sure that he he patched up those hours after official work hours and he made sure that he really do work uh, instead of just being there for the sake of being there so like from from putting that extra effort and um bring those patching up, it definitely increased um, the barakah in his salary. Lah. And that, I think Allah increased the hair in in like what he earns that he could bring up like that, that number of kids. Uh, so yeah, that's something for us to think about. So. Yeah, so like um, I, I've read about this also like how um, because we are, only, we are paid Certain okay, so our salary, um, for our salary, we are paid to do a certain number of work, right? So, for example, like we are paid to do eight hours of work, but then we only work five hours because we take three hours of break. So, where, um, where does Baraka come in when it comes to our salary? You know, because we are not, we are, you know, we are skiving of work, uh, in that sense. Uh, we are not being truthful and honest, lah. In you know, in uh, in fulfilling our responsibility and obligations, and so it got me thinking, you know, about the about the times that you know that 
let's see, you know, when it comes to work, school also, that, uh, oh, I'm supposed to be, this is the expectation of me, the responsibility on me, yet, you know, I, I'm not fulfilling it because of my own, uh, maybe my own laziness and whatnot. So, you know, I, I thought about how how much, um, how much barakah will I, you know, uh, will Allah, or rather, how much barakah will be given uh, to let's say my salary or even let's say for example like my my exam results you know maybe because maybe i i didn't do so well so is it because i did not get allah did not berkat my 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 learning because you know i did not put in the necessary effort or you know i did not have the i did not recite um i did not have the right intentions to study yeah so maybe we can hear from uh nadia whether you have any thoughts on this but okay, like if you say like I'm a berkat, right? Uh, I, I can't think of any experience. But like for example, my mom she always shares this story whereby I don't know if this is called Amit berkat because like her uh, my late grandmother um asked my mom to follow her to you know makam Habib no because at that she would just got married so he say oh uh come lah go to makam Habib no so that uh you do something and then you can get pregnant have a child you know so it's like does it count as amit berkat yeah I, I heard about that uh they they call it intercession is it or something like that i don't know so but... yeah so yeah I, i've heard about that you know people going to makam habib no to uh, yeah berkat and and whatnot like. things right yeah yeah so it's like uh i think for my parents like i think for my dad's side they are more they believe more in this kind of things and they're very superstitious and all that. My mom, there are certain things, but it's a bit of a mix because like, I think she's like, I think on the, a bit on the fence. Like some things is tradition and some things is really um, religion. Lah. Like, for example, this might not be related. Like, Maghrib, you need to close all your windows. Something like that. So, yeah, for... I think I was... And I'm very skeptical but then i was i'm also afraid that if i don't follow what my mom say it might happen so yeah, yeah i don't really have much because like so far thankfully when i after i got married and everything like no nobody has like even when i go weddings nobody has said like oh uh i'm a or anything the only time that um somebody said anything was when i went to a funeral and people were like oh it's good to go to funeral so that when you Pass away, people will actually go to your funeral. Oh, and the time when my dad said, you like, you need to go to weddings also. If not your wedding, nobody will come. Yeah, so I don't know if it's really totally related to the topic, but. <laughs> I guess the only berkat you get from weddings is literally the berkat lah. They yeah, give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> but for funerals, I think it's, yeah, I've, 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 I've heard people say that. I've been told that, oh, you know, you should, you shouldn't be, because there are some funerals where I go, I don't know the person, and then I'm being forced, and then you're like a bit grumpy, right? So it's like, you say, oh, you need to go to funerals, you know, if not, nobody will go to your funeral when you die. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I guess ultimately, um, whatever we do, um, it goes back to our intentions, uh, that we have mm. to for for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not for because my mom told me to or my my grandmother told me to that kind of thing so if we if we do certain things so let's say uh, uh, for example I go to 
I go to a wedding mm-hmm. uh, because my my mother told me to and uh, if not, you know, um, for I mean, if, uh, to ease the process of me being married, mm-hmm. uh, then I think the intention really salah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, ultimately, it's also comes back to our intentions, lah. Yeah. But thanks, Nat, for sharing your experience and also um, what has been shared to you. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can hear from uh, Mirta. Uh, I think we talked about this before, like about halal halal income or doing work that is halal. So like you said uh, about studying, right? So what mm. if we use a software that is illegally downloaded? Will our, yes. will our work be <laughs> full of, will, will be, bar, have baraka? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing. I think recently, recently I, I, I think was it one of the ustazah, Uh, she posted something about on Insta story about um downloading a PDF version of a book. Um, you know, not to do that because um the author has you know you know has uh um you know has has made put in so much effort to produce the book, but then you know we free free go download the book that kind of thing. So I think in a way it's also not um. Like the knowledge that we gain is also like not berkat in a sense because we, I mean, downloading it for free is really illegal. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. What what do you girls think about this? I think because of copyright issues and you know, like people actually, um, what do you call it? the effort and the work that they put in when they write the book and the publishers that work, because it's like it's basically contributing to somebody's salary. So if you were to just download all free books, it's like uh, you are not taking into account their effort, lah, the effort that they put in, especially when, I mean, yeah, I know it should apply to all books, but especially like, for example, those um, ustas and all that, they basically their income, they might be depending on writing books for their income. Yeah. Mm, so in a way, it's like we are inadvertently stealing from their income. By not uh contributing to the purchase of the their their works lah, yeah. yeah. So Mirta, <laughs> you mentioned about the illegal software. Yeah, yeah. Where where do we stand? Yeah. Like for I I mean for individuals like start or freelancers. I mean it's good mm. to it's good to support them lah. But what about those big <laughs> big Organizations with uh, Adobe Photoshop, that kind of thing. Yeah, where do we draw? This sounds like, where do we draw the line? <laughs> this sounds like a bit, a bit like we are turning to Robin Hood. <laughs> too deep, uh, too deep. Feeling <laughs> from the rich. Yeah, yeah but I, I can. Talk, I mean, ultimately, it is still stealing. Ah, uh, because okay, the thing is, right? I, I, I never thought about this until, until, until this year. I mean, when I got closer to the thing, because I started thinking about, you know, like like what you mentioned, uh, illegally downloading it and then, you know, using it for free. So, you know, how does that actually bring barakah to the things that I do? You know, that these, these are like the little things that we, 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 um, we do that make us not realize that it's actually, you know, putting like a black mark to our good deeds. Yeah, but this is just me. Yeah. So Meta, what is your step? <laughs> I mean, 
I don't download anymore lah. That was like like <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> I don't download yeah. illegally anymore. There's no more LimeWire or Napster or that kind of thing, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess maybe it's our intentions lah. If if we use it because like let's say we don't have the funds for it uh, and we, we want to do something good with it, for our studies, I think the intention is there lah. Not like downloading just for the sake of downloading, then then giving it to other people, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, because I think ultimately, if we already set intention also, uh, you know, we make, we, I mean, we make our intentions known to Allah uh, and then we, inshallah, Allah will uh, make ease lah for us to, you know, to get what we want. Maybe, uh, maybe a paid professional Canva account or something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh well. Yes. Thanks, Mita. Do you want to? Anything else you want to add to this? No. <laughs> How about? <laughs> Thank you. How about Ain? Uh, not related to Mita lah, but uh, with what uh Farah highlighted earlier on about cause and effect. Uh, yeah. I think before. This I keep like thinking oh everything about karma, like everything revolves around ah you do bad things right ah ah later kena ah di Tuhan balas you know that type of thinking, but actually this kind of thing is ah kada ekado already right <laughs> right so like but I think it's 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 a it's like I'm working towards like learning lah so knowing that ah. Uh, how we are so in tune with being revolving around things like around karma, karma around like superstitions. So, macam takut tertaksuk beh. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, you scared you ter... I mean, I think without knowledge. Uh, I mean, it's not that because you don't know anything, you know. It's because that like, uh, you were grown up around this kind of uh, knowledge. So, that's why you 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 ter ter you accidentally uh have that set that set of thinking as well so i think uh it's good that i uh, start somewhere lah thanks for <laughs> to remind me uh that uh yeah karma is not the way like how it should be how it is uh, like you know we have to think of allah's plan is uh the best for us uh regardless good or bad because it defines us uh along the way yeah, that's what I take from this. Mm, thanks, Ayn. So, Farah, what are your thoughts about everyone's inputs? <laughs> when I said that, it just reminded me of um, the recent um, court trial for, for the New Zealand shooter. Oh, yes. When, um, yeah, because she talked about karma, right? And then um, half the people there, they, they didn't even... She didn't even wish bad on him. Um, even one of the mothers said, yes, she has no choice but forgive, forgive him now. I mean, this is not the only case. Lah. There are other cases where, whereby um, the people choose to forgive even though it's uh, probably the hardest thing to do. Lah. I mean, seeing the circumstances. So yeah, I think I think that is much um, letting go of your feelings, letting go of um, that cause and effect uh, thinking and 
having total reliance on Allah because you know now that uh, Allah is in total power, total control of everything in this um, dunia and akhirat. So yeah, that's my talk. Okay, thanks Farah. I actually found this um this chart, 18 sources of Baraka online. Uh, it's said by the Productive Muslim. Uh, okay, there are 18. So I will just share a few that I found. Uh, so like one of the things that men- they mentioned was good intentions, having, you know, making sure that our date is really intended for uh, the sake of Allah. Uh, having trust in Allah. Uh, this is uh, this is mentioned in Surah Al-Talaq versus, uh, verse 3. And if anyone puts his trust in Allah, sufficient is Allah for him. For Allah will surely ex- accomplish his purpose. Verily for all things has Allah appointed a due proportion. Uh, another one that I would like to share is also um, reciting Bismillah before doing anything. Because not only will the activity be blessed, uh, but shaitan cannot take part in it. Um, you know, being grateful to Allah... Um, because Allah promises the person who thanks him an increase in goodness and blessings and Allah never breaks his promises. Making dua. Uh, of course, you know, when we want barakah, we should also ask for barakah from Allah. Uh, being honest. Um, making charity. Uh, of course, uh, keeping your salah. Um, because it's a lifeline for the final defin- uh, destination in the hereafter and it's daily food for your soul and Lastly, the one that I want to share is also uh, on forgiveness. Uh, because Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, if anyone continually asks forgiveness from Allah, Allah will appoint for him a way out of every distress and a relief from every anxiety and will provide for him from where he did not reckon. Yeah, so there are 18 of them. Uh, I think we can share this in our Insta story. Uh, yeah, so that you know we can find out like what are the 18 sources of Baraka that we can... Um, you know that we can utilize, um, you know, to increase uh, the barakah uh, we have from Allah. Yeah. So, um, anything else that anyone, um, any of you girls want to share today or reflect on? From Ralph, just now you said that you know you recite Bismillah before you do anything, right? Hmm. I recently uh, started on this tafsir Surah Al Fatihah uh, from Aida Azlin's lessons if you are free it, it's a good it's a good tafsir class because like it really breaks down the surah and like you didn't think that you know just surah al-fatiha itself even and starting with bismillah is it's just it's a simple way to basically protect you like by saying bismillah even when you leave home or make dua when you're leaving home the angels will protect you it's just a simple bismillah you don't even need to read the whole surah But I mean, if you can, of course, you read now because even when we saw that, we read it a few times in the in in a day, right? Yeah. So I think that will be my like um. If you always want berkat and baraka, like always start off with Bismillah before you do anything. And I always say it also when I'm driving, so that like Inshallah Allah will protect me because I'm quite crazy on the road. <laughs> Yep. Okay, thanks, Nat. Okay, and with that, uh, I think that's a wrap for today's uh, Tadabu session. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to us. Uh, if you like our content, please subscribe to our Quran Journey on Spotify. And we are also on Instagram, same handle, where we share our Quran journaling and mini book reviews. Till our next session, inshallah. Stay safe and take care. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum.